the volume. Moneyline Monaco is proud to be presented by FanDuel. Never played FanDuel Fantasy before? Great. FanDuel is offering users the chance to play free, no deposit required. Plus, for those folks who want to deposit, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Why do you play on FanDuel? FanDuel Fantasy is an easy-to-use app. Pick a new team every game. Different and unique contests across sports in relation to your skill level. Contests include full slates and single game contests. Compete for top cash payouts. Unique product features. And compete against your friends in head-to-head matchups. For new users, FanDuel is offering up to a $500 bonus instantly when you make your first deposit with our 20% deposit match. Go to FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd for more info. FanDuel.com forward slash cowherd so they know we sent you. FanDuel, more ways to win. Let's go. And we're back, baby! Wednesday, Sports Gambling with Moneyline Monaco. Alex Monaco here with you. Fired up special edition Wednesday pod on the Volume Sports for more than one reason. We have MLB opening day tomorrow. I am going sleeves rolled up on my AL, on my NL pennants. And of course, the Larry Locke. Lock it up. No, you lock it up. Of the MVP race in the AL. NL, it's going to be an interesting battle. AL, it's one guy, one lad versus the field. I'll get to in a minute that. But want to preview the interview with Dr. David Chow, former orthopedic surgeon of the former San Diego Chargers, just shy of two decades in the league. He is now known as the pro football doc this man is fascinating we discuss a myriad of questions about his new endeavor you can find him on twitter at pro football doc d-o-c with it pro football doc he is a real-time injury sports medical analyst you can catch him on sirius xm by way of fox sports radio Outkick the coverage. This guy is everywhere. He's been featured on Natty Radio all across the country discussing what he does. Started as a hobby, now has turned into a business. He gives a couple fascinating examples, basically of how injuries that he claims around 95% accurate when he sees his eyeballs to NFL injuries, what he predicts, how it relates to gambling lines, how it relates to your fantasy team, DFS, and long form. It's a fascinating conversation, but there's some value there. Profootballdoc.com is David's website. Again, orthopedic surgeon, just shy of two decades in the NFL. He has been properly vetted by Ian Rappaport, Hall of Famer Marshall Falk. This guy can call an injury like he sees it 95% of the time. That is something. 
as I've heard from professional cappers once say, the information you can learn about that the cappers who set the lines in Vegas, and it's us first the books, baby, cannot get their hands on, that is value. So this dude is not what the NFL loves to see. As an everyday gambler on our show trying to beat the books, us versus them trying to get better, come on, baby. We'll take it all day. So that is at the end of the pod. Make sure to stay all the way for that interview, Dr. David Chow, the pro football doctor at ProFootballDoc on Twitter. And with that being said, let's dive in to some Major League Baseball talk as we take a nice inhale. Beavers plus eight greatest cover in the history of covers. Go check the video on Volume Sports as well as on TikTok. We're cooking at Moneyline Monaco. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are going sleeves rolled up on some MLB futures. Look, let's start with the most appetizing team in all of baseball, not named the LA Dodgers, trying to run it back like Jordan and Drake 96-97. It is your New York Yankees. For better or for worse, the Bronx Bombers. The Yankees win! Look. Right now on FanDuel, to win the American League, you're getting plus 230. And I'm not jumping on it. Um, ball on the ground in a grown man NFL huddle, diving on that futures. It's the Yankees and then everybody else. I said it. This is not the National League with the Dodgers. With the Padres, with the Braves, with the Cardinals, four teams that I think could edge each other out in any given series. This is a bullpen that no one wanted to see last year when they were all firing on all cylinders. This is a team no one wanted to see. The Yankees were top four in runs per game, 5.25 Yankee runs a game. Number one in walks, Judge, Stanton, Stanton, Judge, DJ, leading off, best average in baseball last year. 250 walks in 60 games? 250 walks in six games. There's no holes in this lineup. There's no holes. Fourth in on-base percentage at 342. The whole team got on base at 342 OBP? Let's not underestimate the fact that Herman, from a starting pitching standpoint, is coming back healthy. Corey Kluber, by way of the Indians, is now helping out Garrett Cole with the starting pitching. Montgomery, this team will have enough pitching. It isn't about having incredible pitching. It's about do they have enough. You know how in the NBA, it's like, do they have enough? Do they have more offense than defense? Points differential in the green. It is gorgeous. Great. I will take this lineup all day with no break. There is no weak spot in this Gary Sanchez nice try lineup. There isn't. There's no breathing room. You can't walk anybody. I'll take the number one team in walks, top four in runs per game, with this even better pitching staff than last year. I mean, the second team to win the AL is the White Sox at plus 370. The third is the Twins at plus 750. Then it's the Blue Jays, the Astros, the Razors, plus 950. You're defending ALCS champions who lost 
their pitching. And so the Yankees, to win the AL and get back to what I hope isn't 1998 all over again, a clean 4-0 Scott Brocious sweep. And my third grade teacher had tickets to Game 5 and took it out on us the rest of the year because there was no Game 5. Yeah. It's the Yankees AL to lose. And I am firing, you can call it a San Diego homers pick or you can call it beautiful plus 400 San Diego Padres to win the National League value. (laughs) Baby, my San Diego Padres led by Tingler, fresh off up Tatis, we're finally spending the money down here because Banos burned us. This team has more offense than San Diego Padre fans know what to Adrian Gonzalez do with. I'm telling you, this is the most stacked lineup between Tatis here to stay. Machado, Hosmer, Will Myers, Pham, Profar even, Cronenworth. There are guys on this team you haven't heard of yet. You will hear about. There are guys that have a World Series ring that will bring veteran prowess. You're adding in Blake Snell, giving us Darvish, and we traded for Clevy last year? This might be, and this is not a homer take, the best starting pitching staff in the major leagues. Win healthy. Because you guys don't even know about Paddock or Lamette. And I know Paddock struggled, but that was our ace going in the last season. Yeah, I said our. Could get ugly over here. And let's not forget, Top three in runs per game offensively. They had more runs than the Yankees people. 5.42 per game, 333 on base percentage. And this was a top 10 team in team ERA before Snell, the lefty one in Darvish, who's still trying to get over a World Series almost had moment. This team, not only have yourself a visit to Petco Park, Grab yourself some Randy Jones barbecue with a side of garlic fries and some beautiful downtown San Diego, 73 degrees, all summer atmosphere. You can grab yourself a plus 400 Padres to win the NL. Just to give you an idea in my millennial life, not including the Blue Jays in the early 90s, when I was in diapers, nobody except the 98, 99, and 2003 in a row, mind you, squads have repeated. So just like the NFL, just the Cowboys in my lifetime and the Pats in early Brady Belichick have repeated, well, guess what? The Dodgers have been to two World Series in a row. They went 0 for 2 a few years ago. The Giants have won three in every other year fashion. Have they done it back-to-back? No. So you want to call it a Mickey Mouse championship or not? Let's not forget Dave Roberts was the guy that slid in the second for the Red Sox and broke the curse up until they had no fans in the stadiums or, as you know, a nominal amount. It's back to a full year. It's back to real playoff Kershaw ball. And if you think you're undermining a Kike Hernandez, a Jock Peterson— out of the locker room. You know how the movie Major League goes. It's quantitative and qualitative. It's weird juju. It's unique stuff working. It's Perzinski. I remember the article. OCD getting out of the freaking bed. Left first. If a lefty starting on the hill type weird. Baseball doesn't always add up to Dave Roberts analytics. And I think bringing it back to the Padres at plus 
400 to win the NL. I like it a Jim Carrey a lot. And I'm going to love cashing this ticket when it's 1998 up in here all over again, Yankees, Padres, World Series. I'm taking over your LA Dodgers, who are plus 175, by the way, over your Atlanta Braves, who are plus 550. I'm pushing them to the side. I'm going San Diego, super Padres. We don't miss the Chargers. They miss us, plus 400, and the San Diego soapbox. And I wrap up briefly with an absolute, I don't want to call it a lock, but we're going to need a Christmas miracle out of the A. The AL MVP. Oh, by the way, his fourth. It will be the guy said 305 times in his career in the 290s twice. Just put this in your noggin. I was raving about the Yankees on base percentage. Trout has over a 400 on base percentage in five of his last six years. Over 400. That's disgusting. That's insanity. Last full season, 2019, 49 home runs. Over 100 ribbies three times in his career. Over 40 homers twice. What do we know about Aaron Judge? On, off, on, off, on, off at times. Alex Bregman, can he carry the Astros? I don't know. At plus 1,500, can he? Jose Ramirez? Fellow Angel, Anthony Rendon? No. Look, David Fletcher, if you look at the top half of the lineup for the Angels, Trout, they have a little bit of a decent top five. Oh, they have it. Trust me. This Angels team hasn't made the playoffs since 2014, by the way. So if I see a world where the Angels can start winning some games too, this MVP becomes that much more appetizing. I just think in the AL particularly, and there's AL and NL, so don't get it twisted. This is not Trout going up against Tatis or Juan Soto or Mookie Betts. Last man to best him in a full season, by the way, historically speaking. So we have to do against Trout to beat him in the MVP race. This dude has been runner-up several occasions as well. This is all he goes for in Anaheim, living in Newport like a Larry legend. It's all he lives for. I just think uh, Trout against the field, it's like the Nets against the East, baby. Lock it up. Put it in a safe spot under a dresser where you know you're not going to lose that ticket if you ain't firing digitally. Mikey Trout, plus 220 to win your 2021 American League MVP. And that is a quick little preview before we get to the entree of the episode. Dr. David Chow, the Pro Football Doc, at Pro Football Doc on Twitter, former NFL orthopedic surgeon, now real-time injury analyst on his own platform pro football doc check it out enjoy the interview take some notes because if you can get one thing from this which is i feel how to be a better live better by listening to real-time injury analysis this is a win for the pod community this ain't just about me gambling baby we try to bring some value to you The next time you're watching basketball, I've got the perfect way for you to get in on the action for free. I'm talking about NBA InPlay. It's absolutely free to play on the FanDuel app and features all the fun of live betting. 
NBA in play turns every quarter of every game into a free contest where you can win real cash prizes. So while you're watching the game, all you have to do is predict the outcomes of plays and game props before they happen to claim your share of the prize pool. Best of all, a new contest starts every quarter of every game, giving you more ways to win. FanDuel is the exclusive home for NBA InPlay, so the action is always available right at your fingertips on the FanDuel app. The app is so easy to use, and it takes less than two minutes to sign up. And it doesn't matter where you live or where you're traveling to because NBA in play is available in every state. Don't miss your shot. Get in the game and download the FanDuel app to start playing NBA in play today. All right. Very excited for a sports gambling with Moneyline Monaco special edition interview I'm on the mic with David Chow, also known as the Pro Football Doc. You can find him on Twitter at profootballdoc.com and at the handle. David, I'm fired up to be with you. Former 17-year orthopedic surgeon in the NFL and now runs his own, I'm going to just say gambling, gaming, fantasy operation based off, it starts and ends with your eyes, calling it like you see it, but thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure, uh, fellow San Diegan. Um, so, so the pro football doc, I'm talking with you. This is an incredible, I'm fired up for this conversation. Um, but so Ian Rappaport, just to give our listeners a little breakdown of who I'm talking to, has called you um, to quote, no one has better perspective on injuries, how they happen and what they mean than Dr. Chow. It's impressive, end quote. Marshall Falk has gone on to rave about you you've worked on Marshall for injuries as well so such a unique perspective and there's so many ways to back into this conversation but ultimately if you don't mind just taking us back I know it started as a hobby but what you have been able to do is become invaluable in the world of daily fantasy daily gambling and that's basically as a doctor and a team NFL team doctor call it like you see it on the field so you have so many people, analysts, doctors, giving information funneled through almost a, I don't want to say a hierarchy, but you know how it goes when in real life injury, second quarter injury, yada, yada. Um, take me through just a little bit of the beginning and then just your unique mind, and then we'll get into the weeds. So here's what I, let me give you the home run of what I do, and we can talk about how I got there. And it's a little bit through luck and happenstance, but here's the thing for gamblers, Bottom line is, I challenge anyone, there's nowhere else that you can get injury analysis. You can get a lot of gambling analysis, news analysis, team analysis, talent analysis. There's nowhere else you get injury analysis. Everywhere else, you get injury reporting. And you're reporting what the team said, knee questionable, okay? Reporting what the coach said. We all know coach speak reporting what the GM said. It's all interpretation. Heck, reporting what the player says about his own injury and recovery. It's all from a perspective. What I do is I deal in insider knowledge, not insider information. I know all the doctors and trainers, athletic trainers across the league, but I don't call them for information because if someone had called me for information, I wouldn't give it to them, HIPAA and the rules. So I do independent analysis rather than reporting. 
and analysis of the injury. And a lot of it is based on video in terms of seeing the traumatic injury. And people will say, well, you're not examining them. You're on your couch or nowadays in my quote war room or control room uh, watching all the games. True. But here's the power, Alex, if you get hurt playing rec league basketball and you go to the doctor and you say, I hurt your knee, the doctor says, what happened? You say, well, I landed, my knee went this way, I got hit on the outside and I felt the pop. Well, traumatic injuries, that's the video. That's why I'm able to do that. And for 17 years, when I was in the NFL, every Monday morning, after I saw a guy on the field on Sunday, on the sidelines, in the locker room, Monday morning after an MRI, there usually was about 45 minutes before I met with the GM. Everyone in the building was watching film. And sometimes I'd go to a player, do you remember what happened to your knee? No, I don't know. I have to go watch the film. I don't remember. It was a pile. And so I and the head athletic trainer go upstairs to the room and, and the guys are great. Uh, Duddy and the boys, the video guys. They cut all the clips and the TV copy and also end zone, the coaching film, the all 22 and show me the different angles there. I knew the answer. I knew it was a hamstring avulsion tear or whatever it was. And now I looked at the video, right? And so um, I knew the answer there. Now it's like Jeopardy, right? Now here's the question. Well, I give the answer, right? The, it's, it's opposite. Now I don't know the answer, but I see the video. And so it's reverse engineering. And that's where I'm able to be, I think, accurate. It's not by a fluke. It's I studied it. I had the ability to do it. So, yeah, and I'm flattered that there are more and more uh, copycats out there because it means it's a concept that works. Look, if Tesla was the only electric vehicle, then it's a concept that doesn't work because there's a lot of copycat electric vehicles it obviously means it's a copy, it's a concept that works. And so I look at it as it's a concept that works and I have insider knowledge from being on the other side and the video study. And for example, this week, um, you know, this last week for a month or more on the previous podcast, I said, Jared Goff and Jimmy Garoppolo were on shaky grounds with their teams because of how they were treated in the injury. Jared Goff, for example, I saw his thumb dislocation, IP joint, which is more stable. He finished the game without a splint or anything on it, the whole fourth quarter, threw pretty well, then yeah. had surgery to have it pinned. I fully expected him to play against Seattle. I went on the record saying he will be the starter. And I was wrong. But even when I was wrong and Wolford started, I doubled down on the podcast in that day saying, what, that tell, what this tells me is that Goff may be here in their eyes, but they either think of Wolford is here, very close, or Goff is here and Wolford is here. Look, I guarantee you if that were Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Phillip Rivers with that thumb, they would have started without practice. Why did I know that? Number one, looking at it and studying the injury. Number two, knowing the NFL and having been on the other side and been in on these discussions. And my key piece of evidence was they, the Rams did not activate Blake Bortles. And you'd say, Blake Bortles, who cares? No NFL team will go into a playoff game with one and a half quarterbacks, one being Wolford, <laughs> half being Goff. No one will sure. do that. 
Because if there's an injury question, you have to – because number one goes down, number two is iffy, you're done. You have to have Blake Bortles if you didn't have confidence in Goff's thumb. Because they did not activate Blake Bortles, that cemented to me my video and thoughts that Goff was on the outs, and obviously he's been traded. At the same time, and if you look at Twitter timeline this week, because of the 49er trade, I said the same with Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, I'm not saying Jimmy Garoppolo is out and won't be with the team. John Lynch, another San Diegan, very honest, and he's saying he's going to be with us. I believe him. But it also clearly means he's not the long-term guy. You don't invest, whether it's two or three draft picks, however you first rounders, however you want to say, to move up to number three, you're going to take a quarterback. And that means the long-term future of Jimmy is gone. Just like it was a foregone conclusion when I was in the draft room, in the war room, when we drafted Eli Manning, traded to Phillip Rivers, that was the exit for Drew Brees. It was a matter of when, not if, right? I mean, the same thing here. Jimmy G will not be with the 49ers. Maybe this year he will, but not beyond. And how do I know that? If you go to the Twitter timeline, you'll see I actually did a podcast February 1st with Lonnie Paxton, former Patriot, as a guest. And he's actually a friend of Jimmy G's. He didn't reveal any insider information. But I explained the whole concept is hiding behind health or hiding behind injuries. And if you look at Jimmy G's timeline and how he went out with the high ankle sprain the first time and the second time, and remember at the second time, there were nine weeks left in the season. It was supposed to be at a four to six week re-injury and you never heard from him again. But yet, and you'd say, fans would say, well, the 49ers were out of it. That's why you didn't hear from him again or the team didn't talk about him. But what about George Kittle who broke his cuboid bone? He's infinitely more valuable. You talked about him every week, and he ended up coming back before the end of the season. And so you'd say, well, let me, let me, let me ask you, David. Do you so if we're looking at the differentiation between the reporters, sideline reporters, or the coaches giving injuries, let's say, and it, this was on your website as well, perfect example, and you even tweeted it live when Patty Mahomes twisted his, I think it was his knee and ankle, some some knee or ankle. I don't want to be incorrect there um but it, he he twisted something was out for us what was it a series or two this is when henny came in i believe and henny came in twice at the end of the season so I, i'm just wondering when you when you're looking at it with your eyeballs why in in a world of digital would we go to a reporter over a doctor that's 17 years in if they're going to give you and I guess this would be a, a two-folded question, a not a, a maybe fluff answer because we know it's going to the sideline reporter that's going to the TV broadcast. Thus, they don't want to tell you Mahomes, you know, or, or, or Odell towards ACL, something like that. And then if you can loop that into just for okay, daily I'll, gambling. I'll, I'll give you a, a very solid example. First of all, you mentioned Patrick Mahomes. He's the face of the league now, although Tom Brady, obviously the GOAT. When he injured his kneecap uh, the previous year, real-time live, I did a periscope and had, you know, 60,000, 70,000 viewers and said he dislocated his kneecap. Andrew Kramer on the Amazon Thursday night broadcast, because it was a Thursday night game, was kind enough to even quote me and say he dislocated kneecap and, and what happened. So that's information. 
But that's right. not necessarily always injury information isn't always actionable. But I'll give you another Patrick Mahomes example where it's actionable. Not only the turf toe, which I talked about this off season, but against Tennessee, when he got hit with the concussion, non-concussion, whatever you want to say, when he went out of the game, the in-game line became Titans minus three and a half. And after a period of time, knowing how the protocol works and having looked at the video, and I will admit I was at a kid birthday party spying on the TV screen at the time. <laughs> Not my kid, no but you know, I, uh, it wasn't a drop-off birthday party. So I was like there, but kind of, hey, you got to turn the TV on kind of deal. And of course, Mahomes has this injury. You look at the timeline. I was, and I, I, I pride myself on trying to be accurate. What I say is I won't say anything unless I'm 95% sure. I can never be 100, right? Because I'm not there. Sure. So when I got to my 95% confidence level, I put out that Patrick Mahomes is not coming back into this game, period, end of discussion. And if you were an in-game live wagering guy, you had eight or 10 minutes to get down on Titans minus three and a half before you could get Chiefs plus seven and a half. That was the line movement as soon it was confirmed that Mahomes went out. Now, it went to three and a half because Mahomes was in the locker room. But so when they announced swing, team, Four point swing based off Henny staying versus Mahomes lingering off the field. And I don't know if you can quote how much. And if you remember the final, it was seven. So you could have middled the thing. You could have middled this. Do you real? Do you happen to remember what it was before Mahomes? Just normal game when the Chiefs were dancing with the Titans. I think they were up by fourteen or something like that. But you know the bottom line. Yeah. Wow. So it. I mean, the game finished at seven. So you could have gotten Chiefs plus seven and a half, Titans minus three and a half, off that. You would have won twice. Yeah, you could have. You could have middled the thing in game. David Chow at the Pro Football Doc on Twitter. Got to follow him for real game. And this is what you said, knowledge and not – it's insider knowledge. So you just you just alluded to it, 95% accurate. So this almost – what you can do, it's almost even more appetizing for live betting than it is, than it is with, with daily fantasy. So I'll talk a little bit more about what – Yeah, live betting – is, is the golden goose. Look, you know this, Alex. In Europe, 70 or 80% of the money is live bet. Like Man U versus Chelsea, right? right? It's not about the start of the soccer game. It's, you know, Man right. U's up one nothing, and the odds reset. 70, 80% of, of the money is live wagering. And as that grows in the US, in game, I'm the only source and, and of information analysis. But even after games, I think you can look at lines moving and so forth. Um, the, uh, the last football game that was played, obviously the Super Bowl, for example, I was the first one to say, look, the Chiefs offensive line by the week before, a few days before everyone said the, the, the left tackle and the right tackle are out. But if you go to profootballdoc.com and look at the injury index, here's why, and we're going to make it even better next year. Here's why I was concerned about the Chiefs offensive line going left to right. Eric Fisher tore his Achilles, so they had a second-string left tackle. They already had a third-string left guard that was the starting center, a third-string right guard, and a third-string right tackle. So that's who was starting the Super Bowl. And 60% of those guys, three of those guys, 
had not played together or started a game. There was a domino that happened. It wasn't Eric Fisher going down and Mitchell Schwartz being out since week six. What happened was in the beginning of the season, Coleccio Semele, I thought he changed the Chiefs. They became a power run team uh, with, when Coleccio Semele joined him at left guard. He hurt his knee. And uh, and then uh, the uh, the uh, I'm blanking on the right tackle. Wiley? Um, Wiley ended up. No, Wiley's a guard. Um, I'm blanking on his name right now. He had to he play out of position. Right a couple guys had to play he, out of position in the Super Bowl, right? Correct. And I, I'll think of it in a second. He he played left guard. But then when Mitchell Schwartz went out, he flipped to right tackle. So now you had a third string left guard. And when Eric Fisher went down, he flipped from right tackle to left tackle. Wiley, who was substituting for Laurent Duvernay-Tardif since the beginning of the season, the second stringer, Wiley, moved to right tackle. So you had a new right guard, right tackle, and left tackle, which is why I said the protection is going to be an issue. And so, and to me, a lot of times it translates some of it because the ball's not round, so you can't always predict how games always come out. Sure. Now, we've been very lucky when we've had a three-grade difference. We're at 62.5%. This year, when you have a three-grade difference in terms of overall injury health, but the prop bets, for example, for the Super Bowl, and they're published at OutKick. I wrote an article where it hit eight out of the ten prop bets, and my number one money prop bet for the Super Bowl was Patrick Mahomes over rushing yards. Now, it was depressed because everyone was worried about his turf toe, and there were even reports he might need surgery. But A, I knew you can inject that in play. B, it is Patrick Mahomes. But more importantly, sacks, lost yardage on sacks do not come off rushing yards, but scrambles are added to rushing yards. Right. So what happens when you have a bad offensive line or a new offensive line in transition against JPP and, and all the rushers that they have and then now a healthy Vita Vea coming back for Tampa, he was pressured all over the place. He had three scrambles in the first quarter by midway through the first quarter, he already hit the over on rushing yards. And he hit your prop bet by the end of the first, before the first quarter was concluded. Halfway through, look it up. He hit the prop bet. He ran around for 499 yards in that game that didn't count for rushing right. yards. I remember that and that stat. Well, this is fascinating, Dave, because this is so. And Colin has talked about this because he loves talking gambling on his show. And he, and he mentions how J.J. Watt and the Cappers, and, and I was on a, a show on the MGM with a guy that was setting spreads. And he'd always talk about actually the weather being one of the biggest things that factors into sometimes total points more than any one player. So J.J. Watt in his prime is worth one point. And then you're talking about an injury, though, with a franchise quarterback and a four-point live swing or more out the gate, just a four-point live swing on whether he's coming back or not. There has to be so much value here that you can provide as live betting, especially in the States, starts to spike. I mean, where do you see your role even going from here? Do you see a world where you could be a sideline reporter from your home? to <laughs> like You have called yourself Mike Pereira to some degree, and I think – for, for the gambling community, for my audience, our audience, I feel like this is almost a man. You're a mandatory follow, especially if you're live betting. Well, let me tell you the the 
the, the growth of what we've been doing is great. I'm still a practicing orthopedic surgeon. This has become a, sure, yeah. a, from a hobby to much more. It is a, a side business and, and growing now. I mean, uh, and uh, it's, it's developing. But let me tell you, there's a lot in this as gambling continues to grow and live wagering. But the other thing that we've shown that we can do is because on Sunday night, I have a great idea what the injuries look like. When the Sunday night, Monday lines come out, before they move, you can get in and get in some middles that way. So instead of buying your half point or point, you can market time and not pay the extra money. So where we're going is our service is still going to be a lot of free stuff, like on Twitter and the main website. But as you get to the stuff where you can make money and it's timely, what a gambler needs to know, he needs to know it first before the public knows it to get in and that will be providing that timing, et cetera, as this year comes up. And we've shown that we can anticipate line movements when it comes to injury. John Sheeran, who I've had on my podcast as the FanDuel main grand poobah, whatever you want to call him, setting lines and what have you, uh, odds maker, has been quoted many times, including on my podcast saying, the number one thing that moves lines is injuries and injury information. It's not whales or sharks doing X, Y, and Z. They can anticipate whales and sharks and sharps and see that. He says, and he said it many times, the number one thing that moves the line is injuries. And so if you have an idea what the injury is, and it's not every week, every game, right? Where there's this unbelievable injury that will move the line. Uh, but it happens often enough that if you want the edge, like I said, only place to get the analysis is this. And this is where it's fun for me. It's a detective uh, game uh, for me to try and figure this out. And yes, I do use the term medical Mike Pereira, but no, I don't see myself on network TV for a couple of reasons. Number one, I think I've got a face for radio. Secondly, get out of uh, you know, you're very well spoken secondly, and you're likable. So I would, I would, I would push back on that right away, but go ahead. Secondly, look, I've had some experience with TV. Look, you're there for a pre-production meeting. You're you're there uh, the day before, makeup, this, that, the other. People say, well, why don't you get with an LA outfit? You just drive up to the end and you come back. No, no, no. If you're on at 11, you got to get there by 7.30 a.m. for the pre-production meeting. And makeup no, and everything. You're on TV for a whole minute. And then I'm driving two and a half hours up to the back. It's a whole day for like, like no. If they want to put me on TV from my home studio, I'm in. Okay, that's what I'm. That's what I'm you, saying. You I should have rephrased it. I don't want to take you out of the doctor yeah, man cave. No, I, I'm not doing it. I got little kids, uh, and uh, no, I'm not doing that. So I'm enjoying the independence. The other thing is, the NFL until until the NFL figures out how they get their piece out of the gambling, I don't know that they really want to embrace gambling or injury information as much because they see the link. And I get it; they're a business, so. I think we're going to stay. So, so for gamblers, so for gamblers like myself and, and our audience here, David, where for, for, for profootballdoc.com, which is where we can find your information. Can you talk a little bit about before we get you out of here, just the package you offer and give you a chance well, to kind of talk about what you provide from a membership well, standpoint? We've been building and we look at it. 
we're going to get mature by 2025, right? When gambling's everywhere and live in-game wagering and, and Super Bowl style prop bets and in-game prop bets, et cetera. So we've been building. We've been a couple of years in building the product. I, I urge everyone to go check out profootballdoc.com. It's completely free. You give an email to sign up. That's it. It's completely free. Where we're going next year is we'll have a free segment and then we'll have a segment that's a couple of shekels for the fantasy guys, right? My teams, they want fantasy information. That's it. But if you're the real deal, this is worth some money. And we're figuring it out how to do it. And you want us to charge so that it stays exclusive. You don't want me to give it out to everyone at the same time that you get it and have it be a hey, race. I'll say this, David, so a wise man once said, and he's a professional capper, friend of mine, the information that the odds makers don't know about will always be on your side. And you just said to be closing line value, going to your site and getting a heads up on injuries or that detailed breakdown on a golf thumb before you bet on the Seattle playoff game is all the difference in the world. I mean, if it's an outside linebacker, maybe it's not as important, but geez, these quarterbacks are getting hurt, knock on wood, left and right. So what you're doing is invaluable. But not just quarterbacks. We look strongly at cluster injuries. For example, all season we made, or a good part of the season, we made a living on uh, the uh, Vikings defensive backs and defense being down and, and the over saying, look, this is where you need to go. The begin the first game of the season, we said the Eagles are in trouble because they had a lot of injuries coming in through the preseason and they got upset by the Washington football team, right? Mid-season, it was the 49ers that had a lot of cluster injuries. So it's not always just one star player, it's the whole analysis, uh, et cetera. And the whole point is that where we're headed as a service is we're going to layer it where, look, if you're a gambler on the weekend and you're just a true gambler, you may not want to invest the time. But if you're treating your gambling as an, as an investor and you take it seriously, those are the ones that we think will thank us for having a tiered level of pay where you get it before everyone else gets it. And so there's something for everybody. You're the casual fantasy guy, go get it for free. I got no issue with it. But if you're making real money on it, you want it first. And this will guarantee you the exclusivity to get it first before others. So that's kind of where we're headed. Well, David, thank you so much. At the Pro Football Doc on Twitter, profootballdoc.com. 17 years in the NFL as an orthopedic surgeon. Still an orthopedic surgeon, a father, and he's got a side hustle that's booming. Look, if I could buy stock in Pro Football Doc today, I would love to have you on again. Again, check out David's podcast uh, by way of SiriusXM, OutKick as well. He's got articles there. You're everywhere, my friend. I look forward to following you. Hopefully, we can have you on again. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you, and thanks for that great compliment at the start. I, I appreciate that. Hey, we're, it's, it's making the pod, my friend. Thank you, David. I appreciate you. And again, Pro Football Doc for all your inside inside source on injuries and real-time updates on players for next year's NFL. Thank you, David. And that about does it. Dr. David Chow at ProFootballDoc on Twitter. Phenomenal guest. Hope you got something from it. Thank you for listening. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. All of it, it means a ton. Big thank you to David Chow, Dr. David Chow for the time. Shout out to Ryan on the ones and twos. You make sure to hug me. 